It's not my weekend podcast. It's your boy Jerry G. On this Monday, Dose Mayo. We're in Mayo. You gotta say Mayo all this week because of Cinco de Mayo. So you gotta say Dose Mayo, Tres de Mayo, Cuatro de Mayo, Cinco, you know, and so on because it's Cinco de Mayo week, right? Uh, what is the history of Cinco de Mayo? We may Google that in a bit. Uh, all I know is that it is a Batalla de Puebla. Is not Mexican Independence Day. No, it is not. It is not Drinco de Mayo. It, it is. It is not. It is not an American holiday. It is not. Uh, even though we've adopted it somehow, uh, which is cool, which is fine, I guess. Right? No, I'm not mad about that. Uh, Cinco de Mayo. Let's 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 look that up here. A ver qué. A ver. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Okay, let me see here. We, a ver. Cinco de Mayo is a yearly celebration held on May 5th. Huh? Coincidence? I think not. Which commemorates the anniversary of Mexico's victory over the French Empire. Not... The uh, other empire of Star Wars, the French Empire, uh, at the Battle of Puebla in 1862, led by General Ignacio Zaragoza. Orale, primo hermano, tío de Cristian Zaragoza. The victory of a smaller, poorly equipped Mexican force. Why got to be poorly equipped for fool? Why you, why you got to talk shit, dog? Uh, the victory of a smaller, poorly equipped Mexican force against the larger and better big-dicked armed French army was more, was a morale boost for the Mexicans. So basically, it was, you know, David, literally David Sanchez versus Goliath. All right? All right. Uh, uh, let me see, against, uh, uh, okay, Zaragoza died months after the battle from an illness. Ah, come on, dog. Come on, why you gotta go out like that? A common flu took you out? Uh, I, I was hoping for more heroic act. Anyways, uh, and a larger French force ultimately defeated the Mexican army at the second battle. Of Puebla and occupied Mexico City. Oh, so they lost the, the, the La Revancha way. So there was a sequel in which this sounds a lot like the Star Wars, right? The, in Star Wars, right? The bad guys, no, the good guys went first and then the bad guys went second. Interesting, interesting. Uh, more popular in the United States than in Mexico. Cinco de Mayo has become associated with the celebration of Mexican-American culture. Celebrations began in California, HP to be exact, ay, 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 where they have been observ observed annually since 1863. Orale, the year after. Look at that. The day gained nationwide popularity in the 1980s due to advertising campaigns by beer, wine, and tequila companies. 
Today, 5 de Mayo, generates beer sales on par with the Super Bowl. Damn, dog. So Super Bowl is like one of the drunkest days of the year. Guess what? Cinco de Mayo is right there with them, dog. Jesus Christ. And where's St. Patrick's Day on this, fool? We blew out St. Patrick's Day. Amazing. In Mexico, though, the commemoration of the battle continues to be mostly ceremonial, such as through military parades or battle reenactments. The city of Puebla marks the event with various festivals and reenactments of the battle. Ah, oh, man, if they are hiring, I'd love to be an actor there. Uh, Cinco de Mayo is sometimes mistaken for Mexico's Independence Day, the most important national holiday in Mexico, which is celebrated on... Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? September 16th, commemorating the cry of Dolores. In 1810, which initiated the war of Mexican independence from Spain. Spain, Spain, right? Spain. España, Spain, España. Cinco de Mayo has been referenced and featured in entertainment media and has become an increasingly global celebration of Mexican culture Cuisine and heritage. Wow. Did we learn something here, guys? Did we learn something? Uh, yeah, I had stated a lot of this stuff already. Um, so basically, the last part, too. Uh, and I guess the French took over the capital for a while. I don't know where or when we got it back. But I would like to know the story of that. Right. That sounds like. It was basically best two out of three, and it sounds like Mexico won the third and final one. Or I don't know what happened, dog. If anybody could help me out with that. All right. Speaking of Cinco de Mayo, I will be in Tempe, Arizona. Tickets still available, guys. Please get your tickets. See you on Thursday night in Tempe, Arizona, dog. Should be fun. I'll also be hanging out in Phoenix the night after at the Horny Toad, I believe it's called. Then in, on Saturday, May 7th, Cinco de Mayo celebration continues. I will be at the Latin Palooza, Latin Palooza in Lake Havasu. Why am I talking like that? I don't know, Doc. Maybe because I just came from my voiceover. Ay, 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 ay. I had a voiceover gig. It was last week, actually. Um, today's Monday, May 2nd, uh, Wednesday, I was in San Diego and had a voiceover gig and it was a lot of fun. So basically it's an ad. It's going to be like a Facebook, TikTok, Instagram ad that you may already start seeing soon for Suavecito. Uh, Suavecito is a hair product, right? And they are kicking out a new product for beards, Right for beards, uh, not for beards as in uh, women you hide behind as a gay man. Not that type of beard. Beards, actual facial hair, um, and there's like pomade and stuff like that, which is you know a little ironic because yes, I do recently have 
this gold tea that I call a gold tea, but apenas me sale, güey. Uh, I'm trying to grow the full beard to connect from sideburn to chin, and that is not happening. I'm getting a few little whiskers here and there, but no, I'm not getting any facial cheek hair to finish off the beard. So right now I'm just doing the goatee and sticking with that for now. I like it. I like. At first it was hard uh, for me to get used to it. I've always liked to have a clean shaven, young, right, bulky look. But uh, yonic, like, is a yonic look or bulky look? Anyways, um, but yeah, I did the whole I did the whole goatee thing during the pandemic. Remember the pandemic? Remember that? Well. When we had to wear masks, because we're little bitches like that, right? When we had to wear masks everywhere, uh, I just got to a point where like, why even shave? Let's try this out. Let's not shave and see what happens, right? And, you know, it took a while to get used to and grow evenly. But little by little, it's finally growing kind of like how I want. I look more distinguished, that's for sure. You know, it has a little gray in the chin. You know, I like it. I like it. It's, uh, I definitely feel older and look older. I don't get carded. I used to get carded a lot. You know, I'm 42 years old. I, I was getting carded at age 40, dog, for beer, dog, for lottery tickets, fool. You know, but now, not as much, thanks to the facial hair. Um, I do feel older. I do, I look at myself in pictures, especially with the goatee, y me siento más viejo, güey. Pero, it is what it is. I don't accept that. Tengo que aceptar. Um, so anyways, yeah, Suavecito hit me up. And uh, shout out to the owners. Uh, and they hit me up and they're like, hey, man, we're doing this campaign. We love, first of all, they first they wanted me to be an actor. Okay, so basically it's a, it's a, it's a commercial, like I said, for social media, TikTok and Facebook and all that. And it's, it's an actor who's talking to a puppet, which is a beard, right? And at first, they wanted me to play the actor, right? And they made me audition for the actor. They thought I would be perfect because of my pomp and comb-over look. And I look, my hair looks very shiny, even though I don't wear or use suavecito. Yes, I do not. I wear Johnny B or Gentleman's Republic or Cuvo, uh, Q-V-O. Those are the three brands that I use, right? Anyways, Suavecito people hit me up. They're like, yo, man, big fan. You know, we saw your special. We love your, you always look sharp. Your hair looks dope and all this and that. And I'm like, oh, please don't ask me what I use. Please don't ask me what I use because I don't want to have to lie to you when you ask. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it came up or I pretty much just told them, like, hey, I use, just to let you know, dog, I use Johnny B, fool. Like, I don't use... Suavecito, bro. I, I think I was pretty honest with you because I didn't want to get caught lying that I use it when I don't, right? And Suavecito is mostly yo, mo, uh, known for pomade anyway, grasa, which I've never been, I've never used. I've always used gel. Uh, so anyways, obviously they were cool about it. Oh, it's all good, this and that. Maybe we could convince you we got some cool gel too, but oh, this and that, right? We're tired. We're just jerking each other off, right? And uh, they're like, yo, man, we're going to do this. We, we hired a campaign company to shoot a commercial for us and do some marketing for us. 
And they're in charge of the of hiring the actors and writing the script and shooting it and editing it. But we recommend that you they we ask them to look at you as one of the actors to be in it. We think you would be perfect or great for our campaign. Like you have the look, you're paisa, you're brown. You look like, you know, you look like one of us. I think I even brought this. I've said, I've shared this uh, story with you guys before. I remember now. I started to come back to me because I did share it, I think, on American Wannabes. Because he, he even told me, like, you're not good looking. You know, you look like a real person. That's poco feo, compa. You know, and not on those words, but that's basically what I got out of it. Um, in a nice way, he was saying that, you know, you're not good looking, but that's not what we really want. We want to look, we want to be real, dog. We've always been as real as possible. You got the pomp. You got the swag, you're funny, you got the character, the personality, and you're not very good looking, which is fine, which is good, which is makes it realistic. And so they're like, I would think you'd be perfect, fool. And I was like, uh, thanks, I guess, right? Uh, and so I was like, yeah, yeah, fool. Like, I got excited. Like, yeah, yeah, man. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's good pay, but you'll be the face of Suavecito, basically, fool. And I was like, dope, fool, I'm down, fool, I'm dope, and all right? So, because they, this is the owner telling me this, and he's just like, listen, man, so I I recommend you, bro, but it's on them, fool. They're going to end up doing the hiring, fool, and this and that, and, they, you know, it's their vision, y la chingada, whatever, but we give them our, our, our thoughts. I'm like, cool, man, I appreciate you, doc. I told him out anyway. So, anyways, they did reach out. So, this marketing company reaches out. They're like, yo, we want you to audition for this role. So, I auditioned for the role, right? I do what I do. I mean, I do remember. This is funny. That's another funny thing about this whole thing. I do remember auditioning. I sent a, I sent a self-tape of myself of the audition. I remember not feeling really good. And I thought I was maybe nervous, right, about it. But it turned out I had COVID. I had COVID. I remember I had a little fever, headache, raspy voice. Como que me quería dar gripe, güey. I felt like I, I felt like I was getting sick. But I also thought, man, I'm just, maybe I'm just being a little bitch and I'm being nervous because the deadline was coming up. Like I, the, I had to turn it in by this date and I was like pushing it back, pushing it back, you know, practicing my lines a little bit. And as the week went on, I remember feeling not very good. Like I feel feeling a little sick, dog. So that's another reason like, oh, let me I'll, I'll put I'll do it tomorrow. I don't feel too good today. And then tomorrow came. I still don't feel that good. I'm going to do it tomorrow and so forth and so on until the day came where like I had to do it that day. And so that day I did not feel good. I remember even looking at that video and I looked like shit fool. Like I looked a little sweaty and tiny and mouth dry motherfucker. But anyways, I got it done. And with all that said, it's not an excuse. I still didn't do that great. Right. Um, I didn't blow them out of the water. I, again, it's one of those things, kind of like my Cars 3 audition, where, like, they blow up your head. Like, they tell you all these things. They tell you, basically, that they want you and that you're perfect and just just be you. It's basically what they told me. Just be you. We want, the, you're the look, you're the sound, just be you. Do that. So how can I fuck that up, right? So how can I fuck up being me, right? And apparently I do, I can, I did. Because I did it, I did it. And maybe porque, but what I'm trying to tell you is that maybe they blow my head up a little bit where like I get maybe a little too overconfident. I, I, I'm not saying that I don't give a shit. Like I think I'm a bad. No, I'm thinking that, well, this is what they want. They want me. I'm going to give them me. But me did not do well in the audition. Right. That they didn't do good in the audition. And so 
I don't see me explico, way. So basically, they want me to be me. I do me. And that's not, and that's like, no, that wasn't good. Right? And I get it. I go, yeah, because I'm not a fucking actor like that. I'm just being myself. You want me to be act like something? Be a little bit more like professional, more goofy, more silly, more uptight. I don't know. I don't have no guidance. The only direction, the direction they gave me was be you, be yourself. Basically, exact same thing would happen with Cars 3. They're like, you're perfect. You're the perfect sound. You're exactly what we're looking for. You, you sound like the character that we have in mind for you. And then I get there and I do my sound. And they're like, yeah, no, that's not it. I'm like, cut, cut the fuck. What the fuck, dude? Right? Same thing with this. So basically, I do my audition. Right? I don't get it. I don't get the part. Right? I don't hear from these guys. I don't hear from them. Right ever. All right. This is a long time ago. This is, I'm telling you, I had COVID. So this was like, estamos en mayo ahorita, güey. This had to be like a November, fool. I think that was the last time I got COVID. October, November. Um, so that, that was it. I haven't heard from him. Then last month, sometime in early April, late March, early April, I get another, this time from the marketing people themselves. They're like, hey, uh, we want you to, basically give you the part. They were not in audition. They're just like, hey, we want you. Like, so it sounds like the Suavecito people were still bugging them about me. Like, they want they, they want me. So they're like, hey, Suavecito wants you. Well, not Suavecito, but we want you. The marketing company wants you to uh, do this voiceover gig for a Suavecito commercial. And I'm like, oh, Suavecito. They're still at it. Cool. I thought they went all the way around and basically landed back on me again. But no, that's not exactly what happened. I, uh, I auditioned for the live person part, right? Not for the puppet, who the part that they gave me. They gave me I didn't know there was a puppet. I just knew there was a live person. And then I thought it was going to be like a cartoon animation person that he was talking to. Because that's what the script said. All right? And so, anyways, they're like, we want you to read for the mustache. And I'm like, for the mustache? And I'm like, yeah, for it's it's going to be a puppet and you're going to be playing a puppet. Kind of like a Sesame Street funny puppet. But it's, it's made out of hair. A mustache. I'm like, oh, all right. That's cool. I'm down with that. They're like, yeah, we need you to come in. They they gave me the offer. This is how much you're going to get paid. Blah, blah, blah. For one day's work. La chingada. I'm like, uh, yeah. Yes, I'm down. Okay. So I go. Do my thing. And then I show up to San Diego and then they show me the actual commercial with, uh, you know, with a script. So, and that's right. I'm excited. We got a new podcast, Tragos Amargos podcast dropping this month. That's right. A musical review. Fernie Rodriguez and myself will take a deep dive into some of our favorite artists from La Musica Mexicana Regional. That's right. We're starting with the GOATs from Musica Ranchera, Grupera, Norteña, Banda, Corridos, Solistas, Baladas, bro. We're dropping it all. We're going to take a deep look into all these artists. We're going to have some fun. We're going to goof around. We're going to talk some shit. We're going to give them their props. It's going to be a great time. Come join us. Join us now. You can subscribe now on Tragos Amargos Podcast. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, it'll also be on my YouTube channel, Comedian Jerry G. See you guys there. Late.
California Sun Insurance, dog. That's where I get my car insurance, bro. And let me tell you, dog, I'm going to be aquí legit way. No one should be insuring me, fool. Not only should I, do I have a DUI, but I have the worst driving record ever, fool. I've got a ticket for everything you can ever think about, dog. I shouldn't be on the road, fool. But California Sun Insurance hooked it up. And not only did they hook it up, bro, I'm paying less insurance money than I ever paid before, dog. Let me tell you, fool, I've tried them all. I went to a insurance dog first of all fool she couldn't hook it up and she doesn't even look like that bro photoshop much let me tell you dog but california sun insurance is the real deal they hook you up with insurance for your rv for your boat for your motorcycle they'll even help you out with your auto registration compa 3638 east florence avenue huntington park california 90255 323-553-9009 california sun insurance tell them jerry g sent you so they show me the commercial, right? And then, so I see the commercial, and it's a dope commercial. It's cool. And of course, of course, fool, the guy who I auditioned for, pinche chulada de vato, wey. Fucking pretty ass dude, fool. Like a Wilmer Valderrama fucking looking guy, dick. Prettier, dick. The pomp, the smooth, the dope beard. Like, fuckable, dog. By any one of us, fool, including me, dog. All right? And I was like, yeah, pues claro. I thought you guys wanted an ugly guy. What happened to keeping it real, suavecito? What, look, look at this fucking man, man, fucking man lover over here, dog, that you guys got, dude. Like, come on, dog. Um, anyway, I, don't, I didn't blame suavecito, fool. That was suavecito's vision. That's where the marketing company took it, fool. Like, basically, they got their way, fool. They didn't, basically, they didn't agree with suavecito, fool. They're like, nah, fool. We're, gonna, we're not going to put this ugly ass fool as the face of Suavecito, dog. Like, they just didn't agree with him. And Suavecito was like, dog, but that's what we want. We want, like, a real-looking motherfucker, not a pretty-ass boy, but the marketing company won. And, and he's a good-looking dude, and he killed the Lions, fool. He killed the Lions. He also did better than me, fool, for sure. Like, I'm not even going to hate, dog. Uh, so he's talking to a puppet that's a fucking goatee, right? A, a mustache. No, not a goatee, a beard. He's talking to a beard puppet. And so I play that guy. So they had like a they had a, a voice that was just like a holdover voice, just a, a a sample voice. So a regular guy. And then they're like, we want you to do those lines with your voice. And I'm like, oh cool. Which I had they had sent me the script already. So I was practicing the, the shit already. So I kind of knew what I was getting myself into. So I walk in there, see the thing, and uh, I I had fun, dog. I had fun. It's always hard to tell because it's the director. And I believe like a producer or, or or one of the marketing guys. It was two guys, and uh, it's like I don't know. I felt like they I made them laugh. Like I made them laugh, and you know sometimes they were like be in agreement like oh that was good, or sometimes only one of them would say that was good, or neither one of them would say anything and they just say move on, moving on kind of shit. So it, it's hard to tell. Like at the end of the day, I, I was getting a good vibe from them. They were they were super super nice. Super cool. They were just like giving good directions, how to say it again. And I had a good time for I, I can't. It should be good. I, I think it should be fine, dog. I, let's check Anna's way. And, you know, especially being playing a puppet or something like that, I think it's a lot more easier for like like a cartoon or something. For me, it's a lot easier because you could, you know, you could fake it, fool. Like you could fake it. Uh, you're like, you could overdo it, right? You could be overexcited. And you don't have to worry about your facial expression selling the line, right? 
That's why I like voice acting more. Because voice acting, like I said, it's like sometimes for me, it's my face or my expression that doesn't land the line right. But doing just my voice only, I, ha- I feel it helps. So, and uh, I, 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 did a, I think I did a good job. I can't wait for you guys to see it. It's going to be... Uh, look out for it, uh, honestly, because uh, I've already seen Suavecito commercials already, maybe because of my algorithm. I've been seeing Suavecito a lot, but uh, it's already coming out of my uh, on my shit when I'm watching Instagram stories. I get interrupted by Suavecito commercial ads, but not my commercial yet, just other ads of Suavecito. So I don't know if you guys are getting them, but uh, just uh, say Suavecito out loud into your phone, and I'm sure you will get them. Um, Hopefully that it works. It, that does happen. That's a thing, guys. That's a thing. Whatever you say on your phone, the algorithm fool. The algorithm dog. Fool. I went, I went shoe shopping the other day, dog. You know, and I, well, I was at the mall and I'm buying shoes, and now I'm getting a bunch of fucking shoe ads on my fucking stories, dog. Like all the time, dog. Uh, what's the other one I did? I did another one. Was it the cat thing? Because I got a cat now. I think I get like cat litter shit. Like, really, fool? Really? Cat litter shit, though? There's another one, fool. I forgot which one it was. That all of a sudden, I'm like, get out of here, dog. Really, fool? I can't think which one it was, fool. Anyways, but that's the thing. And for those of you people who, like, like freak out about they're hearing us, the government is listening, fuck all that, guys. Who cares, fool? At the end of the day, who cares? If you're not hiding anything... If you're not doing something illegal, if you're not a fucking spy, a terrorist, a murderer, a rapist, a child molester, then who the fuck cares what you're saying on your phone, dog? Like, I don't care who's listening to the shit. I, I have nothing to hide, fool. Not that way. I don't say maybe a couple N-words here and there, fool. A couple of racial sexist shit. Maybe I call the B-word on girls a little too often, you know, in private. Yeah, probably. But other than that, fool, I got nothing to hide, fool. Like, the government could be listening to my shit all day, fool. And I I could just hear them chuckling, laughing every once in a while, making them laugh, fool. But as far as getting in trouble, dog, no me importa, way. And I don't think any, anyone that's worried about that, like, something's up, fool. You're a sus, fool. For sure, dog. Like, you shouldn't be worried. I, like, why? What? what gets you so mad, fool? Like... Uh, for me, it's actually almost a good thing, fool. Like, we can solve crimes better, mysteries, murders, kidnappings. Like, we can solve shit better due to this type of technology, bro. Like, I don't know, fool. Like, you see it all the time on TV. Cameras caught this, you know, v- uh, video footage of this, video footage of that. If it wasn't for that, you wouldn't know what the fuck, how that person passed away. At least that's one little thing I see, dog. Um, and again, fool. Yo no me aguito, güey, porque la neta, güey, no tengo nada que esconder, güey. Nada, güey. I got nothing to worry about, fool. Nothing, fool. So, listen to my shit all you want, dog. Track me all you want, fool. I don't care, dog. Unless you feel that it's going to get in a way of something that you shouldn't be doing, then that's the time you should worry and be concerned about your phone listening to you, dog. That's all I'm saying, fool. That's all I'm saying, dog. Um... Yeah, fool. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Fuck all that, fool. You know? So anyways. All right. Where were we? I'm all over the place, dog. But we got a lot to cover, fool. A lot to cover. All right. We covered the 
Cinco de Mayo. All right. It's also, uh, let's move on. I wrote some shit. So let me see here. Let me see. Uh, I'm watching Winning Time. It's still good. Uh, I also watched Call Me Magic. Y- you know you were going to get a yin and a yang, right? The magic version of Winning Time. And two different shows. I think you're watching two different people, fool. But anyways, I'll move on from that, dog. Um, let me see here. Netflix is a joke is going on, right? The the comedy festival. And, you know, I get people hitting me up, messaging me. Why are you not on it? What the hell? We should be on it. What the back? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I wish, right? I wish. Goals, baby. Goals. Uh, no maguito, way. Uh, of course, maguito as in like I wish I was there. Yes, but no maguito as in like I get it. Like I get it, fool. I I get the politics. I get the business side of this. That you know it's what it is, doc. Um, first of all, I'm not affiliated with Netflix, not anymore. Even when I was, I was just a a co-star. I wasn't the star. Um, so it's not like if Netflix was like on my nuts. Um, Chingo brought me on that fool. So Chingo Blink brought me on to Netflix, dog. Uh, and we're not on Netflix anymore. You know, that contract ended 2021, I believe. Um, and so it was a five-year contract, 2017, 18, 19, 20, yeah, and 21. Five-year contracts on, ne- on Netflix. And so that ended. They didn't get renewed. Uh, even though I do feel we got tons and millions of views, fool. I, I tell Jesus this, and Jesus gets all like, nah, fuck, what do you think? What, what happened? Nah, fool. There was millions of views on that shit, fool. Like, I, I, I still today get recognized more off Netflix than any other thing I've done, fool. Anything, dog. So, yeah, people bring it up all the time, fool. So, people watch that shit, dog. There, there's an audience. There's a demographic for what we did. Um, they can't deport us all. Now, was it the best thing ever? Of course not. It wasn't. It was Chingo Bling's first... Uh, comedy special and he was new to comedy himself which is why he hosted his own special and brought us on for you know the clout for help which is how you do it was it the best it was our first time basically all of us our three of us first time also right so we're giving him our best 15 minutes which was not completely polished and ready for tv if you really think about it but it did i got the job done and you know all three of us killed it you know john stringer Jesus Apoeta, myself, all three of them, man. I hear people say John Stringer was my favorite on that. I hear people say Jesus Apoeta was my favorite on that. And I sometimes rarely, very rarely hear that I was her favorite. But I've heard it once or twice here and there, right? So we all did our thing. We all did our thing, fool. Um, which we wish we, wish we could have done it better. Of course, of course, dog. But what I'm trying to tell you is that we're not affiliated with Netflix anymore though, since 2021. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Um, and now they're doing this festival, which is awesome, which is great, dude. Anything that brings spotlight to stand up comedy, I'm all about it. Even if I'm not a part of it, fool. Gabriel Iglesias at Dodger Stadium, great, amazing. You know why? That brings, you know, hey, dude, Gabriel's dope. Let me see who else is cool. Let me see who else is funny. If you like this fool, maybe you like this fool. If you like that fool, you will like this fool, and so forth and so on, dog. Like people who like comedy are not just fans of one comedian. I've always told this that. And that's why I never show any animosity or jealousy over any other comedian. Even comedians I don't get along with. When there's comics I don't get along with who were not friends that I still support and encourage people to go and see. That's it. Like, there's nothing. I would never say, don't watch that guy. That fool sucks. That fool's whack. Nah, fool. Because everybody has different tastes, dog. And the more people watch comedy, the more 
comedians, those people are gonna wanna see, fool. And that's all I care about. All I care about, fool. People who are just uh, Felipe Esparza fans are not only Felipe Esparza fans, fool. They're also uh, Jerry Garcia. They can also be Jerry Garcia fans. And that's okay. That's allowed, fool. That's allowed. This is not like a baseball team where you only can root for the Dodgers and not root for the fucking Giants. That doesn't work in comedy like that, fool. All right? Um, so, yeah, fool. So, what I'm trying to say, Netflix as a festival, awesome. I wish I was there. Of course I wish I was there. I'm not there. I get it. I'm not, I'm not part of their fucking clique. I'm not part of that crew. I'm not part of that game of that, of that shit yet, fool. All right? 250 comedians are part of that shit. That's what does kind of hurt. That out of 250 comedians, I wasn't one of them, fool. That hurts because I know I'm gooder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gooder. Yes. I'm going to say it. Then some of those fucking, then any, then some of those 250 comics, fool. Like, I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is that 250 comics are not better than me, fool. Those 250, all 250 of those comics, not all of them are better than me. That's what I'm trying to say, fool. Okay? So, do I deserve to be there? Of course. Yes, I deserve to be there, fool. Um, it's just going to make me fucking grind, fool. Work harder, dog. That's it. That's all that does. It just fuels me, dick. No mawito. I'm not going to jump off a bridge. I'm not going to quit comedy. I'm not going to get disgruntled. I'm not going to talk shit. I'm not going to boycott. No way. That's not, the, that's not what I'm here for, dog. I'm here for the right reasons, dick. I'm here to fucking just... Get famous for the right reasons. And that's to make people laugh. Everybody for. All right. Um, if you get a chance to go to Netflix, it's a joke. Go. Go. And I hope you fall in love with stand-up comedy, fool. And I hope you become a fan, a supporter, you know, a person who comes out and pays for tickets, for shows. Those are the people we want. And if Netflix is a joke festival, makes you that fan, oh, it's, a, it's a win for me too, doggy. It's a man win for me too. Because I ain't stopping. I'm going to be around, fool. I'm going to be around, dog. And to you get it, next, next Netflix is a joke festival, I'm going to be on that shit, fool. How? I don't know, fool. I don't know what I got to do. I don't know who I got to blow. Trust me. I'm blowing everybody I can. You know. Nada. Nothing yet. But I'll get there, fool. I'll get there. All right? All right, man. Uh, shit. What else, man? What else? Man, I got people blowing me up. It's midday right now, and I've had like three phone calls, fool. Um, but... uh. I got a couple more things to talk about before we wrap this up. Um, let me see what else. Oh, t- okay. So we also had the 30-year anniversary, April 30th, I believe it was, of the LA riots for 30 years, dog. And uh, which means it was 1992, which means I was 12 years old. And I've shared this story before. I'll touch on it again one more time. Uh I was at the riots. I rioted it. I, 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 I rioted it. I did. Um, I went out there. I looted. I looted. And, you know, I've shared the story a few times. So I'll kind of go, I'll go a little quick. I'll give you the shorter version of it. Uh, but I was 12 years old, living in Huntington Park, California. I only live a few blocks from Pacific Boulevard, which is the main boulevard where all the stores and shops are at. Walking distance from, from there. Uh, literally two blocks. Full. I grew up on Seville and 58th Street, all right? Um, which is literally half a, half a mile of anything walk to get to the, sh- to the stores. Um, 
Of course, when this whole thing went down, got scary, got real, real fast, the news, everything. And obviously, this all started in South Central. South Central is a few miles from HP. It's maybe about three, four miles from the epicenter of the riots, Normandy and Florence. Uh, it's about four miles from HP, dog. And uh, obviously, that South Central at the time was very heavy black community full. Um, and HP was always very Latino community at the time as well. So uh, I didn't think I didn't think for a bit that we were gonna get you know that those issues on our end. But of course, yeah, they it, it expanded, they grew, it got crazier and crazier as the day went on. And eventually, the riots made it out to La Pacifi, Pacific Boulevard, and Huntington Park. And I know there was a lot of shit because people were like. Why are the brown people rioting? Why are the Mexicans fucking rioting? You know, this is a black people thing and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you got to admit that, you know, you got you to look back and, you know, know that brown people were getting as much tormented from the police as much as black people. We had a lot of anger. We just didn't show it the same way, fool, right? We like to show it a little bit more discreet because we're afraid to be deported, right? And other issues we got. So, but... I just remember that there was there was pushback from the black community of like why are brown people with us? Nah, fool, we we got to be united, fool, and I think it was the right thing for brown people to join, all right, and get ourselves some free appliances on the way. Um, so eventually the shit went on to HP. I'm home. I'm watching this shit. It's like three, four, five p.m. Doc. In fact, they let us out early from school that day, doc, because the shit the riots got a little too out of hand, and school got let out early. They told us to go straight home. Went home straight to the TV. Shit was going down. The homies came to the pad. They came to my house. I live in a corner house. So a lot of my homies walked towards my house to get to HP. They, you have to walk through. You have to walk by my house to get to to get to Pacific. So all these fools were calling me out. Jerry, come out, come out. I went. Fool, fuck it. I went out. And hell, well, we're going to hit up Miller's Outpost. Remember Miller's Outpost? Yes, Miller's Outpost. So it's a clothing store. We had Miller's Outpost. Then we had Savon, which is a CVS. Then we had like an appliance store. Was it Montgomery Ward? I think it was Montgomery Ward uh, or Circuit City. It was Circuit City. We had Circuit City, right? None of those three stores exist anymore, fool. They were there. And I believe it was, there was a supermarket as well, right? Called the Paisa uh, Supermarket, like the Boys or something. The Boys Market. Anyways, always, it's shopping center. That's the one closest to our house. That's where we went to hit up. Of course, we wouldn't go hit up Miller's Outpost, hit up the store, hit up the clothes, fool. Uh, and the appliance store, Circuit City. Circuit City was the furthest from us, dog. So we went to Circuit City first. We ran all the way over there. Uh, and there's, I mean, there's looters, riot people, riders everywhere. It was crazy. It was intense, fool. 12 years old, bro. Running with, I'm like with 13, 14, 15 year old guys. And we all go to Circuit City. No hay nada, wey. Ya no hay nada in Circuit City. Everything's gone, fool. It's fucking crazy bro so we leave circuit city so now let's go to miller's outpost we go to miller's outpost they had just gotten into miller's outpost fool they had just broken down the the doors and the windows fool so everyone's riding i run into miller's outpost fool i grab what i can i'm 12 years old like 80 pounds fool fucking 75 pounds maybe soaking wet and i'm grabbing what i can i grab all these fucking clothes and as I'm walking out shit's falling off motherfuckers are punking me they're grabbing shit off my fucking hands uh, they're, they're just grabbing shit off of me, dog. And by the time I almost make it out to the outside of the store, I got like three items on me, fool. And I don't even know what I have. I don't know what sizes they are, who they're for, if they're women or men or kid. I don't have no idea. I just grab what I could off the floors and the racks, fool. Run out. And so as I'm running home, it's a short run, right? As I'm running home, 
I see a group of people running towards me, right? And like an army of people, about 20 people, dog, running towards me. I thought they were rioters, fool. Turns out they were anti-rioters. The anti-rioters has showed up. Yes, fucking neighborhood watch motherfuckers who have showed up trying to stop people from looting, dog. All right? I had no idea this was a thing. It was. Motherfuckers show up and they have sticks and they have broomsticks and they have weapons. La chingada, way. And they're like, drop that stuff. Drop that stuff. And I'm like, I'm running towards them because I have to get through them to get to my house. And I'm running towards them. And sure enough, I'm kind of like confused, bro. Like, because I didn't think that was a thing, fool. Like, no one's stopping writers. Who the fuck are you? And why the fuck? Who do, who do you think you are? Kind of shit. Trying to stop us, fool. And most of them were like parents and moms and senores y señoras, way. And I knew, I recognized some of them. They're from the neighborhood, fool. Parents of my friends, right? And one of them was a dad of one of my homies who I knew, who are a good friend of mine. And one of the dad, he was a single dad. And that fool was like, he had a stick. And he's like, and he, he knew who I was. And he's just like, hey, kid, drop that stuff. And I'm like, drop that stuff? Fuck that. You know how hard I work for these three items? They, I don't even know if they're going to fit. And then they start they start swinging at me, fool. Because I'm getting, I'm trying to get through them. And they start swinging at me, fool. They hit me, way. You know, this was, they had like nails on the, on the tips of the sticks, of the broomsticks. They had like nails, bro. And then one of them hit me. Y me pegó, way. Me chingó el pinche the back, my back, my shoulder. And ripped my shirt off, fool. And I'm 12. I got to be honest. I start crying, fool. I, I'm scared. I'm hurt. I'm bleeding. I'm worried. And I'm just like, oh, why? Like, why are you hitting me? Kind of shit. And me pegaron, way. They hit me like twice up in the top shoulder and down by my hip. And another one by my legs. And I dropped the stuff, obviously. I dropped the clothes, like, la tire, way. And I take off running. And they keep swinging at me, fool. Even after I threw the shit. And they keep on swinging at me. And they, they could have hit me. They could have hurt me really bad. Uh, again, I'm 12 years old. Little skinny, scrawny kid, fool. Right? And now I'm running with like a shirt all torn off. Fool. My shirt's like torn off, fool. Uh, and bleeding, fool. And I get home and my mom's like, ¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué estás haciendo? ¿Qué hiciste? ¿Qué te hicieron? And this. And that. I'm like, mom, me pegaron. Me pegaron porque estaba agarrando cosas. I go, yo te dije que no vayas. Yo te dije que no salgas. Métete para adentro. But she was also concerned. Like, who the fuck hit you? ¿Quién te pegó, my dad? ¿Quién te pegó? ¿Quién te pegó? And I'm like, no, que no sé, no señores, no señoras, and this and that. And then my dad's like, hijo, and my dad came out, like, trying to find somebody, like, to look for somebody. But he ain't going to find nobody, fool. He ain't trying to do shit, dog. And then it's like, he came in, he's ya no salgas, ya no salgas, métete pa' dentro. And my mom, like, I'm cut, fool. Like, I have, like, I'm bleeding from the back, scratches and shit. My mom's, like, all worried. Me está curando, wey. Me metió al baño, wey. They, like, me están, like, fucking taking care of my wounds and shit. I'm crying, fool, and... It was just, uh, yeah, I didn't go back out after that. It worked. It worked. That, that mob worked, for, at least with me. I don't know if it worked with anybody else. Uh, I think they would have got their asses whooped for. There's a lot of old people in that fucking mob. But I don't think they stopped a lot of people, for to be honest with you. I don't think they got as brave with other people as they did with me, for. 
but uh, they did with me, and so I ended up not getting anything. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think this is the I'm gonna lie, I'm lying a little bit. Let me backtrack. I do remember bringing stuff home. Um, so that must have been like my second try, uh, run back to the looting because I did bring stuff home, and because I say that because I remember none of the shit fit. And I had like girls' clothes, like blouses, shirts, and pants. They were like size 36 pants, size 38 pants. Nobody in my family is that size. So I remember it was like useless shit. And I remember I came back with stuff and my mom was like, Ya no salgas, ya no te vayas, aquí quédate, ya no hagas eso, está peligroso. My dad too, my dad, he's looking at the pants, trying to see if they fit him. Ya no salgas, and he's like looking up the pants. And I just like, I snuck out of the house, to be honest with you. I don't give a fuck. And I just went back. I was excited. My adrenaline was running full and I did run out. So it was the second time around when that happened to me. And so, because I do remember bringing stuff home. And so it had to be before that attack. Uh, but yeah, that was my riots story. Uh, 30 years later, fool, I'm right here, 42 years old. And it was a very scary time, fool. And uh, and uh, I was part of history, right? Fuck it. Uh, so when these last writers, 2020, the last writing was going down again uh, last year, a couple of years ago. Uh, I, yeah, I brought back weird memories. I think I shared these stories again from my riot experience. And yeah, now that I'm fucking 40 years old, it doesn't hit the same. I'm not down with shit like that, fool. And I ain't down with looting. I ain't down with that stuff. I ain't down with shit like that, fool. So I was 12. I forgive myself. And uh, I hope you guys do too right <laughs> all right i'm out of here doc that's enough well, that's a long ass fucking episode fool um guys please check it out doc uh hey fool first of all congratulations to clayton kershaw clayton kershaw congratulations fool uh uh the strikeout king of los angeles that's a lot for 138 History of those Dodgers, and he is a strikeout king, fool. So that's awesome. Congrats to you. All right. Uh, 10 p.m. out there. I'm coming out. Oxnard Levity Live, May 19. May 19. Oxnard Levity Live. Check me out right there, fellas. All right. Uh, 10 p.m. improv this Thursday, Cinco de Mayo. Phoenix, Friday. Saturday, Latin Palooza, Lake Havasu. See you guys there. Happy Mother's Day, fool. I'll come back next week for some Mother's Day love. All right? I'm out. Hey.